Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And this is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week. I am so excited about the topic this week. It's about a wonderful saint, a woman saint, Saint. Uh, uh, well, actually, her risen name uh, was Saint uh, uh, Teresa of the Cross, but her her name is Edith Stein. Edith Stein, uh, and uh, she was a Jewish woman, born in eighteen ninety one. Uh, in Germany, uh, in a very devout Jewish home. Uh, her parents were observant of the Jewish faith. Uh, and at 14 years old, she says, I became an atheist, and I refused to pray anymore. I gave it all up. So uh, as she, she was very smart. And uh, she went to, of course, the different universities, um, and she studied uh, psychology and philosophy. Yes, it, there you go. Philosophy did it. She was a rising star on the European philosophical scene. Uh, and uh, she, uh, uh, she studied what they call phenomenology, which, by the way, is what St. John Paul II was studying, his philosophy of phenomenology. Uh, she read extensively St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, Cardinal Newman, uh, and she, her, her famous book while she was studying, now there's another one coming up here after she was a nun, but was called The Problem of Sympathy. She talked about how people, what, what is sympathy? What does that mean? Um, so she also wrote extensively on the dignity of the human person. Uh, and, of course, she started that when, when Hitler started moving in and persecuting Jews. And so she got into the dignity of the human person. Um, she also would go around uh, Germany um, and give talks on the dignity of women, the role of women. She's got a lot of outstanding things to say about, and we'll, I'll give you a couple of quotes here in a minute, uh, about women. Uh, what happened to, to her, in, in brief, uh, was that um, she was at the home of a Catholic woman who, um, whose husband had passed away, she went to extend her condolences, uh, and as she and she noticed that this woman was not weeping, pulling out her hair, you know, you know, whatever. The woman was greeting people who came in to offer condolences, hugging people, very positive. Well, that blew her. Said, "What? What is this?" Well, then she saw a book there, there on the table, and it was the autobiography of Saint Teresa of Avila. Now, Saint Teresa of Avila was the Carmelite none doctor of the church in the 1500s uh, saint Teresa of avila wrote three books uh and the first one that she wrote was her autobiography she was told by her spirits we tell us about your life okay i'll tell you all right uh, she so she stayed up all night reading the book she said when morning came i said this is the truth i'm going to become a catholic there you go so long story short, in 1920, in 1922, she was baptized, uh, and uh, in 1933, uh, she became a Carmelite, discalced Carmelite. Uh, Sister uh, Benedicta of the Cross was her name, Sister Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. Uh, 
Um, uh, so then, well, then, of course, Hitler's starting to arrest and uh, kill Jews. Uh, so they thought, let's move her down to the Netherlands. Um, uh, and so she was uh, sent down there. Uh, and uh, and then uh, in the Netherlands, she wrote her famous major work called The Science of the Cross. Uh, unbel- this woman was a genius. Uh, well, then in August of uh, 9th of 1942, after being arrested in the Netherlands because she was Jewish, even though she was a nun, hauled off to Auschwitz, uh, she was gassed in a gas chamber, killed, martyred, August 9th, 1942. And she offered herself up as a victim for my people of Israel, the Jewish people. I offer my death up as a gift for them. Wow. And uh, she was, uh, well, she's, she, the, she was named uh, a, a patron saint of Europe. There are six. Uh, there are six saints who are the patron saints of Europe. She's one of them now. And she always said, "Love is stronger than hatred." Uh, she said, uh, "In the end, uh, it is going to be the fullness of love if we accept Jesus. If we accept the Lord." She was beatified by John Paul II on May first of nineteen eighty-seven, and then and then in nineteen ninety-eight. Uh, she was canonized a saint. Uh, so she she was really something. Sister Saint Edith Stein is her name. Edith Stein, uh, uh, Sister Benedicta of the Cross was her religious name. If you want to look her up, she's worth it. Trust me. So um, yeah. So what we're going to be doing is uh, some of her writings, some of her quotes, are just amazing. And I just thought I might share with you some of her quotes uh and i think i hope they inspire you they certainly inspire me uh so here i'm going to start off with this one here uh, and i will continue on with several of them here in the rest of the, our time um, so she says quote in order to be an image of god the spirit must turn to what is eternal hold it in spirit keep it in your memory Love it. Embrace it in the will, in your will. So turn to what, uh, turn to what is eternal. That's what you got to do. She also wrote, uh, if anyone comes to me, I want to lead them to him. That's what she said. If people come to me, I want to lead them to Jesus. Okay, we're going to come right back with some more of her quotes. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Thought of the Week. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Savage Power. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by CTO. 
What great news for donors to the Catholic Tuition Organization. You now receive 75%. Yes, 75% of your donation back in Iowa tax credits beginning January 1st of this year. Your support has helped thousands of students attend our Catholic schools. Best gift ever. Online, ctoiowa.org. At CTO, the bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Blessman International. According to a global food security report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help them all, but how about one? One child. Blessman International provides 60,000 children in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you, Blessman International, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Bell Construction. talking about St. Uh, uh, Edith Stein, Sister Benedicta of the Cross, her religious name, Discalus Carmelite, a uh, Jewish philosopher, atheist, um, read, the, read uh, the autobiography of St. Teresa of Avila, stayed up all night reading it. Uh, that did it. She said, now I have found, this is the truth. I have found it. And she then became a Catholic and then uh, became a a nun, yeah. So, uh, and she had many saints, many uh, excuse me, many sayings and many quotes uh, that are just very insightful. So uh, she, uh, uh, one of them, for example, is this quote: "As for what concerns our relationships with other people, the anguish in our neighbor's soul must break all precept. All that we do." is a means to that end but love is the end itself because God is love that's it whatever you do you have to love that's it no matter what the anguish is in the soul of another person love that person and uh, then as she uh, talked about women here uh, this is the quote then about women right the nation doesn't simply need what we have it needs what we women are. Think about that one. Our country doesn't simply need what women have. What it needs is what women are. And another quote. Quote, The limitless loving devotion to God and the gift God makes of himself to you are the highest elevation of which the heart is capable. Wow. It is the highest degree of prayer. The souls that have reached this point are truly, they are the heart of the church. That is, I'll do that again. The limitless devotion to God and the the gift that God makes of himself to you, these are the highest elevation of which the heart is capable. The heart can't go any higher. It's the highest degree of prayer. And souls that have reached that point, they are 
truly are the heart of the church. Here's another one. Quote, those who join the Carmelite order are not lost to their near and dear friends. Actually, they've been, they have been won for them because it is the vocation of the Carmelite or the religious to intercede to God for everyone. Right. Think about that. Your friend who became a nun or a priest, he said, oh, well, that's it. We lost them. No, 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 no. You have been won over because that person's vocation is to pray for you. That's it. How do you like that? Okay, here's another one. I love this. One can say that in case of need, every normal and healthy woman is able to hold a position. And there's no profession which cannot be practiced by a woman. She, and This is back in the 20s. She was going around Europe talking about the role of women that has to be elevated. It has not been recognized. In fact, she was barred from one university from teaching because she was female. But she could see it. She was way ahead of her time. Um, she wanted women to be freed up to be for other people. Right. So, again, I'll quote that. One could say, in any case of need, every normal and healthy woman is able to hold a position. And there is no profession which cannot be, which cannot be practiced by a woman. Right. Wow. Man. Uh, boy, she, like I say, she, she, <laughs> she, she did it right. She, she had the, uh, uh, and some of the things that she wrote are just amazing. Uh, here you go. I love this one. Let go of your plans. The first hour of your morning belongs to God. Tackle the day's work that he has charged you with, and he will give you the power to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Um on the question of relating to other people, the, the spiritual need of other people transcends every commandment. Everything else we do is a means to that end. Love is the end already since God is love. Wow. Here you go. Here's another one. I love this. She's a philosopher, you know, and a psychologist. Or, uh, she studies psychology. Energy apparently increases with the amount of work that we do. When nothing of a burn, burning urge, urgency is waiting, it, energy decreases much sooner. Heaven seems to understand all this. Here's another one. One cannot desire freedom from the cross when one is especially chosen for the cross. Hmm. One cannot desire freedom from the cross when one is especially chosen for the cross. Here you go. Here's another one. Every true prayer is a prayer of the church. By means of that prayer, the church prays. Since the Holy Spirit living in the church, it is the Holy Spirit living in the church, who in every person's soul prays in us with unspeakable groanings. Gosh, wow. So when you say a prayer, it's the prayer of the whole church. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit speaking and praying inside of you, praying for the whole church. 
Imagine that. She was a genius, right? Uh, and she says, learn from St. Teresa of Avila to depend on God alone, to serve God with a holy, pure, and detached heart. Then, like her, you will be able to say, I do not regret that I have given myself up to love. Wow. Well, we'll be right back, Monsignor Frank Vignano, Thought of the Week. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. Established in Des Moines in 1924, St. Vincent de Paul assists those living in poverty to become self-sufficient by helping to remove roadblocks on their journey out of poverty. St. Vincent de Paul helps with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner reentry. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. The Society of St. Vincent de Paul, svdpdsm.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarans strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, join S-E-R-R-A.org. Thank you, Sarans, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Savage Power. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano. We're talking about St. Edith, uh, Edith Stein or St. Uh, uh, Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, uh, a Jewish convert uh, who was uh, became a martyr at Auschwitz, martyred, uh, accepted martyrdom on behalf of the Jewish people, herself uh, having uh, embraced Catholicism. And then she had this... Uh, she she then became a religious, tremendous woman. My gosh, uh, uh, so we're that's what we're talking about. Uh, Saint Benedicta of the Cross, great, great woman, and uh, we're we're going over some of her quotes, uh, and she she said a lot of fantastic things, obviously, <laughs> um, uh, and she talked about the dignity of women, uh, the dignity of. Uh, of the of um, people, just people in general, that we have the Holy Spirit living within us, and she was great on abandonment uh, to the will of God. She had to be, you know, because she was arrested as a as a as a Jew, as was her sister Rose, who lived in the convent in the Netherlands with her, and off to Auschwitz. 
she pretty much reflects to me uh, the attitude of, of Father uh, Walter Sizik. You've heard me talk about him in other programs. Uh, but Walter Sizik, I, I think, had who was in, as you know, Soviet concentration camps, Soviet gulags. He ministered as a priest. Uh, he went through all kinds of terrible things, and he finally gave up. What he gave up, he said, I just gave up my. I'm such a strong-headed person. I finally said, I'm giving myself up to the divine providence of God, to the providence of God, the hand of God in every moment of my life, right? And this was the same with St. Benedict of the Cross. She did the same thing. These saints all did the same thing. Let, let me let me re- read a little bit of what uh, Father Saint Sizik. I think he's being he's being made a saint. What he said after he came back was released from Soviet Gulag. What he said, how he made it. <clears throat> Quote: Faith is the answer to the question most often asked of me. How did you manage to survive in the Soviet work camp? I can only repeat it simply and unashamedly. To me, that truth says more than that man has a duty or obligation is truth than that that we have a duty and obligation toward creator to me it says god has a special purpose a special love a special providence for all those he has created god cares for each of us individually watches over us provides for us the circumstances of every day of our lives every moment every day are provided for us by him. Get that. I'm going to say that again. The circumstances of each day of our lives, of every moment of every day, are provided for us by him. Wow. So he goes on to say, every moment of our life has a purpose. Every action of ours, no matter how dull or routine or trivial it might seem to be, has a dignity and a worth beyond human understanding. No man's life is insignificant in God's sight, nor are his, are his works insignificant, no matter what the world would think, or his neighbors or family might think, or friends might think of what he's doing. Yet, what a terrible responsibility is here, for it means that no moment can be wasted, no opportunity missed, since each has a purpose in each of our lives. Each has a purpose in God's plan Think of your day today. Think of it, or yesterday. Think of the work that you did, the people that you met, the moment, moment by moment. What did it mean to you, and what might it have meant to God? No one can know a greater peace. No one can be more committed. No one can achieve a greater sense of fulfillment in this life than the man or woman who believes this truth of the faith and strives each day to put it into practice. Well, if it seems too simple and strive uh, if it seems too simple you only have to try it to find out how difficult it is but you have to try to find out the joy and the peace and the happiness that abandonment to divine providence can bring what can ultimately trouble a soul that accepts every moment of every day as a gift from the hands of God and strives always to do the will of God If God is for us, he quotes this, who can be against us? Nothing, not even death, can separate us from God. Nothing can touch us that does not come from his hand. Nothing can trouble us because all the things, these things come from his hand. Is this too simple? Are we just afraid to really believe it, to accept it fully in every detail of our life, to yield ourselves up 
to it in a total commitment? This is the ultimate question of of faith, and each must answer it for himself in the quiet of one's heart, in the depths of one's soul. But but to answer it in the affirmative is to know a peace, to discover a meaning to life that surpasses all understanding. Well, that's the only secret that I have come to know in my years of being in in a concentration camp. It is not mine alone. Christ himself spoke it. The saints themselves have practiced it. Others have written about it far better than I can. I can only hope that what I've written will strike a responsive chord in somebody's heart, will prove to help other people, however few it may be. I pray that you might be one of them. Father Walter Sissick, abandonment to divine providence. It's when he gave it all up to God because he was such a hardhead. He was going to do it. I, God, thank you, but I'm a strong guy. These Soviets, there's your interrogations that go all night long for weeks on end. Uh, won't let me sleep. I can do it. Finally, he went. He, I hand it to you. I see your hand. Abandonment to divine providence. And that did it for him. He became the apostle of divine providence. The God plans and works in every moment of every day of our lives. So this is Monsignor Frank Bignano. I hope these thoughts of St. Edith Stein have helped you, and these thoughts also of Father Walter Sizik have helped you as well. Iowa Catholic Radio, Thought of the Week. God bless you this week. Amen. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bignano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.